0: muktabat al mujaddidiyah The next thing the Imam al banna has said is muktabat al mujaddidiyah volume 1, letter number 6 He has written that when lots of centuries Passed away after the Prophet sallam, Then Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Blessed the Silsala Aliya Naqshbandi mujaddidiyah uh, This particular nisbat uh, That Allah ta'ala has blessed The Mashayikh and Naqshbandi Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has blessed Some of the other sins as well, right? And this is what we've been in this nisbet started off with Hazrat Khwaja Abdul Khalid Rajdivani And At that point, this known was known as Nisbet Khwajagan. So, Nisbet Siddiqui, Nisbet Khwajagan, Nisbet nisbat Nisbet Mujaddidi from Sayyidina Bukhur Siddiq. We don't know Sayyidina Abdul Khalid Rajdivani Namtahle, Sayyidina Hazza Khwaja Bahadi Nakshbandi Namtahle, and Hazzat Imamud Abani Mujaddivani And then this nisbat became complete, the Khwaja Khwajigan became perfected at Hazrat Khwaja Baha'uddin Naqshband and then from his Khulafa Hazrat Khwaja Alauddin became the successor to Khwaja Baha'uddin All right. then Salah Ali Naqshband another place, Imam Rabani in his maktubat in volume 1, letter number 290 has said a very strange saying and that, Imam al banna they said as the follows, that you should know that that tariqah which is akrab, yani the one that is closest to bringing a person to the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and is also asbak, which makes a person reach this destination as quickly as possible, is also afak, uh, and Awfak means it is most muwafik to Quran and Sunnah. And it is Awfak means it is the most Thika, which means it is the most reliable and the most strong and the most steadfast. It is also Aslam and that everybody has submitted to this reality. It is Ahkam, it is Ghalib and dominant on every other nisbat. It is Asdaq, it is the most true. It is Adal, it is the most guiding. It is atla, it is the most exalted. It is Ajal, it is, has the most... Uh, it is ajal, is the most status. It is arfa, it is the most raised. It is akmal, it is the most perfect and complete. That is this nisbat of the Ali and naqshbandiya So he mentioned all of these different words. And this is Imam al-Bani Majal his own words. So love when you read these words, then a person is amazed at his description. And again, remember that Imam al is somebody who's gone through all of these other paths. Then he writes again, we quote that, all of the wonders of this Tariqah and of this sul and the Mashaykh receive these wonders on this path. This is something that all of this is due to them being firmly adhering to the Sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah Sallallahu <laughs> Alaihi Wasallam. Roshan Sunnat Mutabit Kul Nazim janne That because they viewed the illuminated Sunnah, they viewed following the illuminated Sunnah as absolutely and mess mandatory and necessary on themselves, and they leave all the bidat, the masmuma. they leave all the bidat, anything and everything that is new, that is disliked even in Sharia, that they stayed away from that entirely. So all of this, these are the two reasons why this nisbat became like this. In the same passage, Imam Mubarak, when he used all of these words, all of this is because of the Kamal Ittibai Sunnah and the Kamal abstinence from bidat. And then, uh, he said that these were then the mashayikh were like the Sahaba Ikram in that sense that they got, and this is something we did earlier, that in the beginning they got what others got at the end. I mean, the beginning of their journey is... Kamal not An Absolute Absence from bidal. Then in volume number 1 Letter number 27 He writes an additional thing That in the, the Mashaik of the Silasla Ali and Akshabani In their words and their writings You will see this sentence Innan nisbatana fauk an nisab That indeed our nisba is higher Than all of the nisbats So in another letter He explained this sentence as well And what does that mean? it mean? He says by nisbat the, What the mashayikh mean Is their presence of heart and their awareness and consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that is Mu'tabar, that is recognized by these Mashayikh and that they have such an awareness of Allah ta'ala, that while he is unseen their awareness of him is as if he is seen, this is called Kal mushahida, as if it is Mushahidah and this is what our Mashayikh in Persian have called Yad Dasht uh, and this is the term in the terminology of the Mashayikh which is called Yad Dasht And then the Messiah, this Tijalli, which uh, for others is Tijalli Barki, which hides behind a veil. For us, it is Yadash, it is something that remains with them forever. again he writes the same thing that we did earlier that for the other salsilas the jaliat the zati then the, after they manifest themselves at the moment which is like the flash of lightning then again they become hidden and their shiyun and itabarat which means their different shimmering reflections and their refractions into humanity they get lifted up uh, behind those veils so what does it mean? That it means that the mashaykh and their nisbat is the nisbat of tajalli zati daimi. And because the nisbat is the nisbat of tajalli zati daimi, it is superior to that nisbat which gets the tajalli zati barke. Then in volume 1 in letter number 261, Imam Al Dhabi has explained this in another way. And that is that there are some people who... Uh, there were some people in the history of the Saurav, some people in the history of the Saurav, who believed in something called Sima, which in fancy english it translated as mystical audition. Sometimes even some people went and did the Haram active using musical instruments. But that's not 100% clear here. But whether he's talking about those who used instruments or not, but people who believed in sima and musical audition and other such things. So regarding them, Imam al-Bani Ramta has written something and we should listen carefully what he has written. And it seems that this is very. This is one of the essences of his being a mujadid and his work of Tijdeed and revival of the deen. And in that he wrote that amongst the history of the Sufis, there was a group of Sufis who... That they didn't realize the reality of Salah. So this is also a subject that's coming in Muraqabahs and Muraqabah Salah. They didn't understand the reality of Salah. And because of that, uh, they were not informed about the Maksus kamalat, the particular wonders and perfections that Allah Ta'ala has placed in Salah. They were not aware and informed of that then therefore, because they felt a spiritual illness in themselves without realizing that the Salah namaz had the perfect cure for that they searched for a cure for their spiritual illness in other affairs and matters and that is like the world of nasheed and samal they searched for the cure of spiritual illness in other matters uh, and uh, some of such uh, Then there was a group from them that they even took it to such an extent that they viewed Salah as being without benefit for them spiritually, Nauzib bin right? And <coughs> they thought that the way to reach Al Allah is going to be something other than Salah other than formal Ibadah and they put that on this mystical audition and musical gatherings that they used to have and they used to view that as greater than Salah so Imam Rabbah is writing this critically right and then Hazrati commented that there were even such people such people quote unquote we won't call them true Sufis but let's say quote unquote Sufis who became so deviant from the past that they said that that uh, they said that fasting is superior to prayer, right? And this Hazrat is mentioning this because the next thing Imam Reza is going to say is, for example, Sahib Futuhat Tahatimakia. You know, even in other the author of this book Fu Tahatimakia, he has written that in the fast, the hunger and thirst that you have, meaning when you stop eating and drinking, this is like Allah Taala's Sifat that he is As-Samad, right? As-Samad Which means Allah Ta'ala is self, eternally self-subsistent And free of any need Doesn't need any means of subsistence Such as uh, food and drink So he's, so Ibn Anabi wrote That because when a person is fasting And they leave food and drink So they have a nisbat With Allah Ta'ala's attribute of being as-Samad Whereas in Salah In Salah a person is abid is a worship worshipper and they are having dispute with Allah Ta'ala's not this but they're connecting to Allah Ta'ala's attribute of being al-ma'bud that Allah Ta'ala alone is worthy of worship so what did that what did it mean by this actually what Ibn Arabi meant by this is that fasting is superior to praying and uh, imam rabbanath is refuting this and in the refutation of this he writes that such ...type of views... ...or such type of expressions... ...or such type of statements... ...is because they were Ahlis sucker. sakr means people of intoxication... ...and this is something that came to them... ...in their Ahwal of Sakr... ...in their states of being intoxicated... ...but actually you will find... ...a lot of the members of this class of Sufis... ...that because they were intoxicated... ...in some spiritual state... ...and they were unstable... ...due to that state... ...so sometimes for their Taskeen... For their tasking to settle themselves down, they would go to sama and nagma. Nagma is a Persian word which means song, right? That they would go to sama and songs, and then they would try to have a wajd and dwajud. They would try to have experiences. They would be searching for an experience or an ecstasy in that sama and that song. But they made the, mist- the great mistake was that made they made this gatherings and songs, their matlub or the object of their desire and even ruqs and ruqasi means dance and movement this can even be dance and movement that they even went into ruqs which is dance and movement and they thought that movement is their asl, is their maslak, is the way that they will get the closeness with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala however they should have realized the statement that is famous amongst the Arabs, Ma fil Harami Shifa, that Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala will never have placed shifa cure in anything that is haram. This is both for things that are physical and also things for things that are spiritual. And then Imam Bani continues and says something, and he says that even if they could have even had a glimpse into even the slightest or a portion of the kamalat that exists in Salah, then they would never ever have been involved in Simah, in song, in movement, or in dance. They would never have thought to search for wajd or hal in those things if only they could have had a glimpse into even a fraction of the haqique, the kamalat of the haqqiqat of Salah. So then Hazrat, comment on this and says, what an amazing and wondrous thing that he has written. And indeed, those people in this day and age who are running after such things, if only they could perceive the kamalat of the hakikat of salah, means the perfections and wonders that lie in the real essence of salah, if this could be opened in front of them, then even again today people would never go towards such gatherings of sima or song or movement or dance. But, yeah, yeah. Then Imam then going back to the letter, and quoting, he said that, Oh my friend, how at the difference between what ecstasy a person experiences inside Salah as opposed to whatever feeling a person can get through Sima, song and movement and dance is... Mm, is the same difference in... Is, is as vast as the difference as the kamalat in salah and whatever feeling or kamalat they get as a result of their song. So what he was saying was that okay when they go for the song or the nasheed or the hadra or the movement or the dance, they will feel something. But what they feel, is so insignificant compared to what they would have felt if they could get the kamalat of the hakikat of salah. And then he said al fi al ishara that for the person who is intelligent, this sign is sufficient for the intelligent and the wise. Then in another letter in volume 1, of al Rabbani, volume 1, letter number 281, he said that in the eyes of this fakir, in this humble and needy slave and servant of Allah subhanahu putting one step on this path, is equal to putting seven steps on the path of other trikas, and why? Because this is such a path. Okay, like I said, this is going to—you will understand this in a few nights inshallah. But he's writing that this is a path that on every step on the path a person's temperament becomes aligned towards the Kamalat and Nabu'at on every step of the path is laid and in, inlaid with the legacy of the Kamalat and Nabu'at. And because this is the path of the Kamalat and Nabu'at and Kamalat and Nabu'at is khas with this Tariqah and silsila, therefore a step on this path is greater than seven steps on another path. So again, what the Kamalat and Nabu'at are, rather than me try to explain to you, Hazaji will probably explain it in two or three or four nights from tonight and then you will understand what this means. So then Hazaji comments on this that uh okay, comment on this that had two types of Kamalat. One were his Kamalat Balaya and the second was his Kamalat Nabuwa. And every Nabi was a Nabi and every Nabi was also a wali and to, in the sense that they were a wali, they were perfections to their wilaya, and in the sense that they were a nabi, they were perfections to their nabuwa or their prophethood. So the anbiya had both kamalat, the kamalat of nabuwa and the kamalat of wilaya. And the kamalat of wilaya, the prophet's own kamalat of wilaya, went most to say Na Ali radiallahu anhu. And that is why the other three major salsalas historically have proceeded through him, Yani Chishtiyya, and Surawardiyya. But, uh, and this is why the Prophet said, Madinatul ilm wa Aliyum babuha, that I am the city of knowledge, and Sayyidina ad is the gate to that city. Whereas Nabiya Karim his Kamalat and Nabuwa, the perfections of his Prophethood, they were transferred to Sayyidina Abu Bakr Siddiq, because of that nisbat al itihadi, that we had mentioned earlier. And that is why that this nisbat, uh, of the mashaykh and is the nisbat of kamalat and nubuwa and because nubuwa is greater than Wilaya, the kamalat of nubuwa is greater than the kamalat of Wilaya and therefore the path in tariqah that is based on the kamalat of nubuwa is going to be superior to that path in tariqah which is based on the kamalat of Wilaya. then the next passage is from volume 1, letter number 260 and that Imam al I said that the foundation for the nisbat and is that what is attained at the end is placed or is encompassed or assimilated in the beginning, and again we mentioned we've covered what this means already before, and on because the foundation, the the starting point foundation, begins and launches from where others end, uh, because of that uh, then a lot, because the foundation is so strong because it contains the end in the beginning then very high, literally you can say tall skyscrapers of all types of wondrous varieties and kinds and palatial mansions can be erected on such a foundation that has in it what is normally received at the end and if the foundation was not like that then the matter of our Sisla would not have been like that And then he says that in Bukhara and Samarkand the seeds for this Nisbat were sown and then they were brought to the fertile land of Hind and on Hind then the seeds were harvested and made in, uh, were harvested and in that harvest uh, okay, and the seeds were harvested in Hind but what was the original source of the matter of that seed that was taken from the ground of Medina Tayybah and Makkah Muazzama. And it is and what watered that seed, the fuzzle of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala came and watered that seed across for the centuries and then who what aspect of Allah wa ta'ala nourished and raised that seed that was the asan of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ihsan that he nourished and made that seed to grow. And so when all of these stages of the farming and the harvesting have a level of perfection and the seed itself was perfection, so then the fruits that will emanate from this sapling or fruitling will be aloom and ma'arif of such perfection. So this is another way he described the Aliya Aliyah Then in volume number two, letter number 83, he said another Imam Rabbani said yet another wondrous and amazing thing that this nisbat of the Mashayikh and is so kawi means is so strong and powerful that it can take a person all the way up to fana. It is the job of the nisbat itself to take a person up to that fana. And then, that person who gets this fanai kalbi, who gets fanaa kalb, then that person will have what is called admi ghaflat. And if you remember earlier, we had done this for you, that, and Hazar mentioned the same sentence last night as well, that admi ghaflat abdiyat kapele kadameh. To get an absolute absence of ghaflat is the first level in being the abd of Allah taala. So now let's listen to what Imam al wrote in quotes, in again volume 2, letter number 83. So quote, Bill, uh, were, Bill means were one to hypothetically presume and suppose that if there was a Talib, Sadiq, Salik, student and seeker and traveler on this path was to be given a lifespan of 1,000 years and if it was told to him that and if that salik has reached fana which means that there's nothing other than all of the masawa all of the ghair everything other than allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has been removed from his qalb and his qalb has been made in such a way then you tell him that Now in the next 1000 years You must try to make yourself enter Nisyan Which is even lighter than Ghaflat You should try to have a momentarily lapse And momentarily forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Were he to use Taqalluf and Ta'amul Were he to force himself to do so And Ta'amul exert all of his work And ability and effort to do so uh, He would not be able to Forget Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Even for the fraction of a second He would not be able to forget Allah for a fraction of a second. The way it's literally expressed, he would not be able to remember any ghairullah for even of a second. Once he forgets the masiva and gets in qalb, if for one thousand years he could not be able to, for a single fraction of the second, remember even a single masiva, remember even a single ghairullah after he reaches that fana, Then Hazrati commented on the purpose of this, of this passage is, the purpose of Imam al in writing these words in this passage is that that person who gets fanai kalbi who gets the maqam or reaches the station of fanai kalbi then that person were they given and I'll just explain the same thing in slightly different words were they given a thousand years of life and if they were told that try to remember ghairullah and they keep trying to remember Ghair for 1000 years they could try they would not be able to remember anything other than Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because the zikr of Allah Ta'ala has become so entrenched and dominated on their Kalb because they've reached this level of Fana and the zikr of Allah ta'ala has been so entrenched what it means is the zikr of Allah ta'ala is so entrenched on their heart that in order to remember Khairullah for even a fraction of a second, they must have a momentary lapse in their zikr of Allah. So the implication is you can't do both simultaneously, right? And because the zikr of Allah is so funny in their kalb, they cannot forget Allah ta'ala for a fraction of a second and thus and therefore are not able to remember mas- anything in the Maswa for even a fraction of a second. And if he were to spend those 1,000 years trying to forget their rub, they would be- never be able to do so. So subhanallah, this maqam, Uh, is something that we should want to try to get this level of fanai kalbi and may Allah Ta'ala bestow this on each and every one of us there's two more pages and I want to finish this before the after Zor, we can move to the next topic inshallah in the next thing is that Hazrat writes that it is very and we did this in the first night as well that it is, extre- it is of absolute critical and vital importance that a person should correct their aqaid regarding deen, that their tenets of belief and their creed has to be absolutely correct. And that salik who wants and I should reach and attain the qurb of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, they must first do tasheel aqaid, they must first correct and reform their aqaid, and they must make their aqaid according to the ulama, ahl Sunnah wal jamaah and our Akbar Ulama Deoband, their Aqidah was exactly like the Ulama of ahl Al-Jamal. But maybe you can explain it this way, that the Ulama of Deoband have expressed in brilliance and perfection have expressed in brilliance and perfection, and are also the living embodiment and testament to the true Akidah of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah. So if a Salik wants to follow the Akidah of Ahlul Sunnah wal Jamaah, he simply has to follow the path of the ul Ulama Dhuban. Once he is able to rectify and purify his Akidah, then after that, if he begins the Azkar of the Susla Ali Naqshbandiyah Mujaddidiya then, then the path of Marfa will be open for him to easily and quickly travel and traverse. Then Imam al and and then another quote from the Muktabat, continuing from that same volume 2, letter number 83, quote, that person who does not have marifat, does not have intima- intimate knowledge and awareness of his malik and Allah his master, <coughs> and he does not recognize his master, <coughs> then we are amazed at what type of life such a person is living what type of life is such a person what type of life is such a person living and in, if he doesn't have marifat and irfan and knowledge and awareness of Allah then what is it in this world that he is manus with or has muhabbat for what is it that he finds affinity with and he has love for if he does not have affinity and love for Allah Ta'ala? then <coughs> Then Imam Rabbani gave the example that in this world, that slave or servant who doesn't recognize his king, that slave and servant who doesn't know his king, what type of slave and servant is that? That sla- that person's name is not worthy even of being included and listed in the ranks of servants and ser- servants and slaves. He has no value. That servant of a king who doesn't even recognize and know his king. So now how you comment on this? Then, then therefore, then if we don't have a look a connection, a relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala firmly, then we are also like that servant and slave who doesn't know his king and is not worthy of being calling a servant and slave. Therefore, we should make our greatest of effort and sacrifice and striving to attain this nisbat of the order Mashaik and so that we can also, we can Eliminate all the raflat that we have in our heart, all the heedlessness and absent mindedness and forgetfulness we have about Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and so that we can do Kamil Amal perfectly follow the sunnah of Sayyidina Rasulullah. Then the last passage that we will do, which is the last passage for, in this chapter, the last passage for today, Muqtani Majal Fasani Reemullah Ta'ala Volume One, letter number two seventy eight. Then he refers to this nisbat as a al udma, which means the greatest treasure. And so, to, in order to uh, this greatest treasure of the qurban malafat of Allah, the fastest and closest path by which a person can get that greatest treasure is the tariqah of the mashaykh and naqshband, because these mashaykh. These Mashaik have began their seir, which is the journey towards Allah Taala, with the alam al-amr. Alam here is referring to the five latif, right? So the latif khamsa are the latif of alam amr Alam amr means that world in which in in which Allah Subhanahu Taala created our ruh. So if the beginning of the journey is traversed through the alam al-amr, which is the realm in which the ruh was created, so then you can imagine. I mean, I'm explaining this to you that you can imagine the rohaniya of that journey. So Imam Rambani wrote that, that, that because the Mashaikh of this Tisla, they begin their journey from Alame Amr and uh, their Qalb becomes connected to Muqallibi Qalb. Uh, al muqallib Qalb, Mukallib Qalb, this is the name of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. Qalb here means the rotator, the changer. So Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one who changes the condition of the heart. So in the very first lesson is Latifah Qalb. The Qalb becomes attached to Muqallibul qulub The spiritual heart becomes connected to that being Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala who changes the condition of hearts. So that's the first first reason why this is the close in this paragraph. First reason why this is the closest path. Second reason is that because compa- that other while well, other salikin of other tariqahs are busy doing riyaza and mujahada, so we had the whole beyond on that last night, uh, strenuous acts of worship and spiritual exercises. Instead of doing that, so for example, fasting with just water.